Hendricks Regional Health, your health care partner that has been nationally recognized for creating outstanding patient experiences, is proud to present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. Your health is important wherever you go. And now that many people are spending a large part of their day sitting at a desk or inside an office, implementing health programs inside the workplace has become a vital piece of a healthy lifestyle. My guest today is Jenny Bates. She's the Director of Wellness and Population Health in the Wellness Department at Hendricks Regional Health. Welcome to the show, Jenny. So tell us what is corporate wellness or wellness in the workplace? Wellness in the workplace, um, that's a really good question. Wellness in the workplace, it really depends on the employer, and it depends on the employee population that you're dealing with. Um, What we're really trying to encourage is just really um, what we call the big three, and that simply boils down to moving more, stressing a little bit less, and making better choices when it comes to food. And you can do that at home. Um, And since most of us spend the majority of our waking hours at work, that's what we tend to concentrate on. So then let's take those apart a little bit. Let's start with getting a little bit healthier at work, getting a little more movement. Because sometimes you're sitting at a desk, you get up, move around, and your boss gives you the hairy eyeball. They're like looking at you like, why are you getting up when you've got all this work to do? But Research has shown us that it's just the opposite. The more you do move around, the better and more productive you will be. Absolutely, absolutely. So think about it um, as when you're kids and you've got maybe you're a teacher or you remember third grade and um, people get wiggly in their seat, right, and they get distracted and they talk to their neighbor. And um, bodies are made to move. And just because we're older and because we're in an employment um, base doesn't mean that that stops. Um, We've been practicing sitting still for a long time uh, throughout uh, American education, and that doesn't change, unfortunately, when we get to the workplace. Uh, We get really good at sitting still. And now we're trying to encourage people just the opposite. Um, The less you move, actually, the more various health risks go up. And, in fact, uh, sitting still is kind of known as as the new smoking. Um, There's lots and lots of research out there that indicates that if you're really sedentary, and many of us are at work, um, that that can wreak havoc on your health later on. So what we'd like to do is just make some small tweaks. So when you mentioned that hairy eyeball from the boss, um, we want to make sure that you can have activity, but yet do it in a, in a safe manner and in one that's going to be um, encouraged in your in your workplace. So one of the things um, that we would ask people is instead of meeting somebody for lunch, why don't you meet them at lunch for a walking meeting? Or if you're going to have a meeting, um, my boss and I did this regularly. I- instead of just sitting at our desk, we both grabbed a notepad and we walked around the facility or if the weather permitted, the outside of the facility. So we could still be productive, but we were both moving and adding in more steps. Um, something else that, that we really encourage is if you're at a, at a workstation or a desk where you possibly can stand, um, that we're going to encourage you to do that. Um, and even if it's just setting your watch or setting your phone that you know once an hour you're going to get up and stretch those legs, you're going to um, do some stretches at your desk, anything to get that blood flowing and a, you know more blood flow, more brain power, better productivity, and what boss doesn't like that. Yeah, it is great advice. And then you mentioned reducing stressors at work and at home. And sometimes people are 
you know, when they're at work, they're they're striving for perfection. They're trying to do a good job, impress the bosses. How can you reduce those stressors as well when you're really trying to do your job? Right, right. So we know that um, it goes both ways. So a lot of folks come into the work environment bringing stress from home, and a lot of folks go home um, and they bring that stress from workplace um, situations there. So it's it's kind of we're carrying all this baggage, right? And so what we really try and, and help folks um, achieve, and, and we do this through a, a variety of different processes, um, is we know one activity helps lower your stress levels. So we want people to get that activity, whether they get it during their lunch break, whether they um, do it after work, whether they they do it before work. Maybe they're a lark and they do much better um, getting things checked off their list. We know those endorphins produced by activity make people better employees and they make people better spouses and and, um, they make them better parents and basically any role that you play. So um, we're going to encourage that 30 minutes activity if you can get it in every single day, um, that is ideal. Um, more is even better. Um, but, you know, if you can get that minimum of, of 30 minutes because that helps um, with that stress quite a bit. And the other thing we want you to do is to build those healthy relationships inside work and outside work. So um, when you've got that that um, struggle or conflict that's um, starting to grow, um, having that discussion with that person that you're struggling with right away, um, we really encourage connectivity. And that just doesn't mean, you know, social networks and and lots of time on Facebook. It means face-to-face interaction and building camaraderie with the folks that you work alongside with every day. Um, And it also means prioritizing. So sometimes um, we feel so buried alive in our work, and it's just because um, we feel that we're getting so many different directives. So setting aside time to either work with those that report to you or to whom you report, that helps immensely too. So you're all on the same page. Um, So really it's, it's about taking control and making sure that you're building in time for you to exercise um, literally out all of that stress and tension that builds up during the workday. And then you mentioned food. Now, some mm-hmm. people at the office keep those bowls of candy or they bring in cookies and cakes and things, and there's always something in the, in the break room, sweets that people can have. But eating healthy is such a big part of that productivity and being able to concentrate without so much sugar going around. So what do you tell people about the motivation or the willpower, Jenny, that it takes to kind of stay away from those things? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll admit it. I, I like sweets just as much as the next person, and, and most people do. So um, what we find and what research is going to back up um, what works is accountability. So it's really finding somebody at work and somebody at home, ideally, that has similar goals. And if you can partner up with somebody that's trying to make those same healthy choices, that makes it a lot easier um, to avoid some of those situations or uh, to kind of stick to your guns and encourage each other uh, rather than, um, you know, just give up the ghost and and say, you know what, this is not working. So um, by having that, that accountability partner, the two of you can bring in healthier options 
Um, or you can choose, you know, to avoid that break broom um, or to go in prepared knowing, okay, you know what? I deserve a treat, and this is the treat that, I, that I'm going to choose. Um, and just being mindful about what it is you want to select. By all means, you know, have that treat, but make sure that you're accounting for it, that you're remembering that, you know, you did eat that half a Snickers bar um, at lunch. Sometimes we're, we're so busy and we're so multitasking. Um, and what we're really going in for that break room is the conversation. We're, we're going in for that relationship building, not necessarily uh, the food. And so sometimes just keeping your hands busy, your, your mouth busy with something else, Um, can make a difference. So just like you would with any other habit that you're trying to change, um, we're going to encourage you to just take little bits um, at a time and and to tackle that so it seems achievable. But boy, getting a partner in crime um, really helps if you're trying to make healthy, good choices. What great advice. And now tell us about Hendricks Regional Health and the corporate wellness programs that you are addressing there. Okay. So we take our our big three both internally and on the road. So um, what we really focus on are um, group coaching efforts, and that's where you have a a small group, usually around a dozen people or so, that have some similar goals, and typically those goals are, are better health in the form of weight loss or more activity. And they just haven't been able to get there on their own. Uh, so their physician or they can decide themselves that, you know what, this is, this is kind of the support group that I need. And we go through a, a 12-week um, walk and journey with them, bringing all sorts of different experts from different health topics, whether it's sleep, whether it's um, stress, whether it's physical therapy and, or chronic pain, just um, different aspects that we all have in common, just, you know, as humans. And, and we build this accountability group and we work on developing healthier behaviors in, and kind of replacing um, healthy behaviors uh, or, or growing healthy behaviors and, and replacing behaviors that maybe weren't so beneficial to us, you know, that overeating at night, um, that neglect of activity. And, and that uh, tends to be very beneficial. We see people um, lose weight gradually, which is exactly what we want. Um, we see them make beneficial changes. And uh, the best part is, is it often trickles down to their family. So you see that whole family dynamic change. Um, we also work with a lot of employers that don't even know where to start. And where we really encourage them um, to begin is, is to get to know their numbers. Um, it helps to be able to measure and to see improvement. And physicians really like that, too. Um, and so do patients. They want to know, okay, well, what does cholesterol mean? And, and how am I supposed to improve it? And my doctor keeps telling me to lose weight, but, but I don't understand why that's important. You know, is 10 pounds really going to make a difference? Um, and so by offering what we call health risk assessment screenings, that gives everybody a good starting point um, to know where they're at and then to really focus and hone in on what type of behavior changes um, they can make that are going to lead to better health outcomes for them, which typically leads to a lower and a better bottom dollar line for our employers. So it's a kind of a win-win for everybody. So give your best advice in just the last few minutes here, Jenny, about what people can do at their workplace to make it just a little bit healthier during their day. 
I, I think, honestly, starting the conversation is huge. Um, the majority of Americans are struggling with excess weight, which leads to excess health problems and, and additional expense for everybody, the employee and the employer. So starting that conversation um, with folks that can give it momentum and support um, through the C-suite, it's huge. And I, I think just really simply finding somebody that also wants to make some health improvements, um, some changes on their own, grabbing that accountability partner and saying, you know what, will you, will you walk this with me um, and help keep me accountable? If I um, need to be reminded, you know, that I, I said I would exercise, can you, you know, help encourage me to do that? And if you say you're going to try and eat, you know, more fruits and vegetables or, or you're switching from, you know, full sugared pop and, and you're trying to drink more water, you know, I can help remind you and encourage you and, and point out when you've done a good job. Um, so building those people around you that want to have um, good health behaviors, it's huge. And just um, focusing on small wins, boy, whether you're making a trade-off with a, a better food choice or maybe a little bit less of, of a um, treat than you typically would have, you know, instead of your, your three cups of ice cream, you go down to your one. Um, anytime you can measure progress and see progress, um, it, it makes such a big difference psychologically. And the, and the last point is just move. Boy, our bodies were meant to move. Um, and the more you move, the bigger the payoff in, in all sorts of areas of your life, including productivity. So um, if I had to speak directly to an employer, I would say whatever you can do to get your employees engaged and moving, it's a win for them and it's a win for you. Thank you so much for being with us today, Jenny. It's great information. You're listening to Health Talks with HRH. That's Hendricks Regional Health. And for more information, you can go to Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.